Stay tuned as we talk about the 23rd Psalm today, right here on Messianic Perspectives. Shalom and welcome to Messianic Perspectives, a daily program where we look into the scriptures from a distinctive first century Jewish point of view. Today, we turn our attention to one of the most beloved passages in all of the Bible, the 23rd Psalm, with our Bible teacher, Dr. Gary Hedrick. I'll be back at the close of the program to tell you about our special offer. And now, with today's installment, here's Gary Hedrick. All right, thank you, and welcome, listening friend, to another edition of our program. It's good to have you with us today as we continue our study of the 23rd Psalm. On the last program, we had just started in verse 1, where David says, The Lord is my shepherd. In Hebrew, it's simply Yahavah Roi, literally, the Lord my shepherd. A simple statement of fact. Then David tells us the result of that fact. What does he say? He says, I shall not want. That's all he says. It almost sounds like an incomplete sentence. I shall not want. But what is it you shall not want, David? Of course, the answer is, I shall not want for anything. So it's just a blanket declaration. I shall not want, period. Why? Because the Lord is my provider. Because the Lord is my protector. Because the Lord is my shepherd. You see, it all goes back to what we were talking about the other day, the fact that the sheep are totally dependent on the shepherd. Those two words, provision and protection. What does the shepherd do? He provides guidance. That is, he leads the sheep to where they can get good grass to eat and where they can get good water to drink. He leads them away from places where there might be danger. Which leads us to the next point, which is that the shepherd also protects the sheep. He protects them from predators like wolves or bears. So the point is that sheep are totally dependent on the shepherd. They depend on him for their food. They depend on him for their water. They depend on him for protection from predators. They depend on him for everything they need. Why? Because sheep cannot provide for themselves. Because sheep cannot guide themselves. Because sheep do not have the means to protect themselves. Now I want you to think about something. God, in his word, has used a metaphor to describe the relationship he wants us to have with him. He says, we are the sheep of his pasture. Psalm 100, verse 3, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. That is the metaphor. We are like sheep and he is our shepherd. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. So do you know what that means? It means we are totally dependent on the Lord. It means without him, we are lost. It means without him, we become prey for the predators of this world. It means without him, we cannot find our way. For you and me to try to find our way through this life without the Lord is about as silly as a sheep trying to survive out in the wild without a shepherd. Hello? Are you with me? 
That is the message he's trying to get across to us. Haven't you ever noticed that you never see packs of wild sheep roaming the countryside? You might see a pack of wild dogs or some coyotes or even a fox. Out here in South Texas, we uh, have wild horses called Mustangs. There used to be places out in the desert where you'd be driving along on the interstate, and uh, you would see two or three Mustangs running right along with the car, trying to keep up. The ranchers have killed off a lot of the Mustangs because they didn't like them grazing on their land. So you might even see a wild horse, but you never see a wild sheep, do you? Why is that? Because a sheep will not last five minutes out in the wild. That's why. The sheep is one of the most dependent animals God ever made. Now, there's a difference between dumb and dependent. They recognize the shepherd's voice and they follow him. So they're not stupid. They are just dependent. That's the way God made them. And that's why God uses this metaphor. Because we are the same way. It's not that we are dumb or stupid, but we are dependent on him. Why? Because that's the way he made us. Listen, we were created to enjoy fellowship with the one who made us. It's like in electricity. There's the positive and the negative. They're made for each other. You have to have both in order to complete the circuit. And if we unplug ourselves from God, then the light goes out. Whether we realize it or not, we're dead in the water. Because we were made to function in companionship with the one who made us. You know, a few years ago, everybody was talking about codependency. Actually, it started in the secular world, and uh, then it worked its way into Alcoholics Anonymous and the so-called uh, recovery movement. And people like John Bradshaw and Marianne Williamson were writing books and giving seminars uh, to help people who were codependent. And so it started out as kind of a new age thing. But, you know, the Christian world is only a year or two behind the curve usually. So sure enough, it wasn't long before the Christian counseling programs were all talking about codependency. Let me tell you something, my friend. We do not need counseling to learn how to be independent. We are too independent as it is. We need to learn how to be dependent, dependent on God, because he made us to be dependent on him. He made us to have fellowship and communion with him. I think Pascal, the French scientist, said it best when he said that every man is created with a God-shaped vacuum at the center of his being, and nothing can fill that void except God himself made known through his Son, Jesus Christ. Listen, you can try to fill that void with material things, but it won't work. My wife and I just had lunch the other day with a man we have known for years. He has climbed to the top of the ladder in the insurance business. He lives in a house that most of us would consider a mansion. He drives expensive cars. He makes uh, more money in a year than many people make in a lifetime. From a material standpoint, this is a man who has it all. But do you know what he told us? He said, I have decided that happiness is just an illusion. When I was starting out as a young man, I used to think if I could only achieve a certain level of success, I would be happy. But then when I got to that level, I wasn't happy. 
So I'd think, if only I can get to the next level, then I'll be happy. But when I got there, I was just as empty as I was before. And he said, now here I am at the top of the heap where I have gone as far as I can go, and I'm still not happy. You see, materialism doesn't satisfy, does it? What did Jesus say? A man's life does not consist of the abundance of things which he possesses. You cannot fill that inner void with things. You cannot fill that inner void with drugs. You cannot fill it with alcohol. You cannot fill it with sex. You cannot fill it with human relationships or power or prestige or anything else. Only one thing will satisfy your soul, my friend, and that is a personal relationship with the God of the universe through his son, Jesus Christ. That is why the Lord uses this metaphor to describe our relationship with him. We are the sheep, and he is the shepherd. In the New Testament, the church is called the flock of God. We are like a flock of sheep, and he is the great shepherd. And then we have pastors or elders who function as under-shepherds of the local assemblies. In fact, the word pastor comes from the Greek poimen, which also means shepherd. So the pastor of the local assembly does the same thing as a shepherd. He feeds the flock. He protects the flock from danger. He watches for predators, sometimes wolves in sheep's clothing. He is the leader of the flock, and the sheep trust him because they know he loves them. There was once a tour guide from England who took a group to Israel. And he was telling them that the difference between a shepherd in Europe and a shepherd in the Middle East is that a shepherd in Europe walks behind the flock and drives the sheep. But a shepherd in the Middle East goes before the flock and they follow him. But then one day as they were touring Israel, this this uh, guide and his group saw a flock of sheep being driven from behind. So the tour guide jumped out of the bus, ran over to this man and said, Sir, I have always observed that shepherds in the Middle East go before the sheep, but you are driving them from behind. The man smiled and said, Sir, I'm not the shepherd. I am the butcher. So the pastor does not push. He leads, and the sheep follow because they know his voice. Usually the one who pushes does not have the best interest of the sheep in mind. Well, that's all of our time for today. Next time, Lord willing, we'll get to verse 2. Until then, this is your friend Gary Hedrick saying God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Gary. And thank you, listening friend, for tuning in today. It's always good to have you with us, whether you're listening from home, at work, or in your car. If you enjoyed today's program, you'll be glad to know that the entire series is available on Compact Disc. When you write or call, just ask for Gary's series on the 23rd Psalm. It's available for your gift of just $6 or more to help us keep this program on your station. No book in the world is more beloved than the Bible, and no chapter in the Bible is more beloved than the 23rd Psalm. As Gary says, for thousands of years, the 23rd Psalm has been a refreshing stream from which tired and weary pilgrims have quenched their thirst. 
Maybe you know someone who could use a little encouragement right now. Why not order this series for your discouraged friend or loved one? This could be exactly what he or she needs to hear. Just ask for the series on the 23rd Psalm. We have yet another resource we're making available. It's Philip Keller's best-selling book entitled, A Shepherd Looks at the 23rd Psalm. Mr. Keller was a shepherd for many years in South Africa and Australia, and he draws on his personal experience to bring new light to the 23rd Psalm. It will help you understand the 23rd Psalm like you've never understood it before. We're offering this classic book for just $7, including postage and handling. That's the compact disc for $6 and the book for $7. Just visit our secure online store at MessianicSpecialties.com to place your order. If you would prefer to order by mail, just address your request to Messianic Perspectives, P.O. Box 345, San Antonio, Texas, 78292. To order by phone, use our toll-free order line from the U.S. The number is 1-800-926-5397. And as always, when you're in touch with us, please mention the call letters of this station. If you're listening to our webcast or podcast, we need to know that too. I'm Liz Aiello. Join us next time, won't you, as Dr. Gary Hedrick continues our series of studies on the 23rd Psalm, right here on Messianic Perspectives. Messianic Perspectives is sponsored by CJF Ministries of San Antonio, Texas, and is made possible on this station by the free will contributions of our listeners in this area.